Welcome to the sweetest little life where we are connecting the mind, body, and soul for women in business. This podcast is all about releasing the light in you and becoming the divine inner goddess that you were destined to be. I'm Courtney Hansen, and I'm your host, author, influencer, and coach. And I am so excited to hang with you for the next 30 minutes. So sit back, relax, and let's dive in. In today's episode, we are talking with Olga of Divorce for Love, and she herself went through a divorce and found the need that women just needed support to do things not out of hate, but out of love. Because in life, we have relationships that end, whether that's a marriage, a friendship, um, a coworker, whatever that is, or wherever you're at in your walk of life, today's episode is sure to hit a string for you. We cover some great communication skills and just some ways to feel supported when you are feeling alone or surrounded by people's perceptions that maybe just aren't very positive for you right now. So tune in and walk away inspired and ready to make your moves. Here's to the next chapter. Our Moon Phase course is live. So excited. I have launched the Awaken Academy Goddesses and this is amazing. I hope you join our tribe. The first course that we released is for $99 at an introductory price. And what you're getting is all eight cycles and how to connect it to manifestation. So how to truly tap in to that cycle with the moon. Our bodies are over 70% water and the moon controls the tide. So why would you think it doesn't control your body if we're water like the ocean? Get ready to make magic with me. This is hands-on and I cannot wait to see you there. Head to the Awaken Academy on my Instagram page at The Sweetest Little Life. Hello and welcome to The Sweetest Little Life. I could not be more excited that you are on the show today. How are you? I'm good. How are you, sweetie? I am so good. So I would love for everyone to hear all about your journey and story. I just felt so connected to you being on your podcast and I was like, I have to have you on mine. <laughs> I know we did have a good jam. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. My name is Olga Nadal. I, I am the founder of Divorce for Love and Divorce for Love is my little passion project to help make the world a better place because, um, we know the statistics show us that one in two marriages and in divorce. And I personally do not have a problem with that. I think it's the natural evolution of many relationships. But I do have a big problem with the way that divorce has been set up in our society. So when I was going through my very own divorce, I was trying to find a way of having the most amicable, fair and almost a divorce that I could be proud of. And honestly, there were no options out there. Everything just pointed me in the direction of having a very angry, bitter, lit litigation-based divorce. So I had to create my very own roadmap on how to do this. And once I created it and I implemented it, we did have a fantastic divorce that guaranteed that I had a very good relationship with my ex, who is the 
father of my children. And people started asking me, how do you do that? Is it even possible? Um, what, what are the skills, the tools? So I began coaching people. I have a background on life coaching and I began coaching them for free, just helping them with the divorce because I'm passionate about making sure that nobody goes through a traumatic divorce. It's such a horrible experience that it doesn't have to be that way. So I started coaching friends, family, started getting referrals. And before I knew it, I had a business and uh, I decided to get serious about it. I decided to create my website, my Instagram, connecting with even more people. And uh, four years later, I am nonstop uh, helping changing the paradigm of divorce. And I'm so proud of all the people that work with me, the one-on-one or through my courses. And now they can thank me for having helping them have a divorce that really set them in the right path for their next great chapter. How amazing. And it is, it's such a traumatic time for so many people. And you hear it's all about the drama and it's like a win or lose situation versus a let's get through this situation. Exactly. And that is the main core issue that we have all bought that illusion. And I mean, let's be honest. Yes, that was the case in our parents' generation. That's why the majority of us now are so traumatized with it. And we will do anything to avoid having a divorce, which in my opinion, that sometimes creates even more chaos because people, by the time they get to the divorce, they're so jaded. They've tried to save their marriage in all different ways. And what we need to do instead is to accept that some marriages will end. People grow in different directions at different speeds. And what we have to do is to say, okay, our parents' divorce may have been horrible because back in the day, the the system was set up where you had to have a fault divorce where somebody had to be a victim and the other one had to be the perpetrator. And women tended to be in a very weak position because they didn't have an income. And it, it was a system that only had lawyers and court. But nowadays it's so different. And I say to people, it's almost like you're operating just with a landline when it comes to divorce. <laughs> it's like you, you have heard of iPhones, right? So why why are we operating? Or even worse, with a pager. Like, you know, it's like we don't have to use that shit. Now we have a new system where people like me, there is a new industry of divorce coaches that will actually give you all the options, create a team around you. We'll make sure that the, the, the emotions of divorce are handling separately from the logistics of divorce. And you are almost guaranteed that you're going to keep control of the process, which, yes, I do agree that didn't happen in our previous generation. But again, we also didn't have all the technology and all the resources that we have nowadays. Oh, yes, absolutely. And it's just to me, it's really fascinating just in relationships in general how so many times they break up, whether that's a friendship, a relationship, a marriage, like just in general, uh, it's when you break up with someone or when you end a friendship or when you end a client um, relationship, so many times our brains go into this straight fight or flight mode. And it's really fascinating to me that we can't apply this to all areas of our life. We just don't. Like, it's so simple, but we complicate it so much. So I would love to kind of pick your brain and dig into maybe someone's not going through a divorce, but they're going through something with a friend or a coworker. How can we really step outside ourselves to truly 
separate the emotions and the business. You just said it. We have to be aware. We have to realize that we are humans, which is a beautiful thing, but that comes with a with an operating system that sometimes goes haywire when we let the emotions run the show. So we have to be aware of this and know that breakups, separations, friendships that end are part of our lifetime. That's going to happen. Let's just learn how to do it, which is the part that nobody teaches us. We, we find ourselves in these positions and the instinct is to think that we failed, is to think that something is wrong with us. Why couldn't we keep this going? And my answer is, that doesn't matter. It was, it was meant to end. Things end. Our children, I always say, I don't expect my children to stay in my house with me until they die. I expect that once they go to college, it's goodbye for now. We'll, we'll maintain a different relationship. But I'm not expecting, and I hope that they know this, that I'm going to be cooking and feeding them, bathing them. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yet we, we do apply this to all the other relationships. If we start a friendship, if we start a marriage, it has to end. I, uh, sorry, it has to last until we die. Well, let's just be realistic. It's not going to happen. And again, society has changed. We have careers where you will be working for the same company from your 20s all the way until you retire, hopefully with a golden watch. That is unheard of these days. Everybody goes from a three to a four to a five-year job and moves on to something else. And I actually think that that's beautiful because you get to work in different areas. You get to connect with different people. I actually feel relationships. To me, relationships are are spiritual schools where you can learn. And for me, a marriage that ends is not about a failure. It's about, or a breakup, a friendship that ends. It's about what lessons did we learn? Did we create the most magical time while we were together? And now, how do we cut the ties? How do we end this bond in a manner that, yeah, we don't turn to turn into animals? And it is possible. So for me, the first step is that be aware that this is part of the process and then learn. And when it comes to learning, learn communication, which my goodness gracious me, why don't they teach us that in a school? And I'm not talking about debate. I'm not talking about arguing. I'm not talking about presentations. I'm talking about communication. How do you listen and how do you speak? How do you use your body language? How do you set your intentions before you go into a conversation? That to me is magical. And if you didn't learn it during the relationship, hey, guess what? You have a chance to learn it during your divorce which is what I, I train all my clients onto. This is going to be a beautiful learning experience for you. You're going to learn how to communicate. You're going to learn emotional intelligence. Another thing that we're not taught, how to regulate your emotions, how to de-escalate conflict, how to connect with your intuition so you know the answers. Oh, you will learn how to negotiate. That is freaking fantastic. Imagine if you can learn how to negotiate with a person that you never want to see again. My goodness, then you can go out there and sell ice to an Eskimo because if you can, <laughs> seriously, if you can actually master this, these are all skills that you're going to take into your life and they're going to be positive outcomes for your relationship with your friends, with your family, with your children, with your coworkers, with your boss. So to me, it's all about become aware that it's not an issue, it's an opportunity, and then learn the skills. Yes. Oh. Mindfulness is really the answer to all. I've come to the conclusion, <laughs> like yeah. any problem, if we can just step outside and really ground and just know, like, 
you know, just be aware. I mean, it's, it's really just that simple. And it's so funny. You were just talking about um, having several different careers. And I was just talking about this total deja vu because I think it's important that we experiment and we pivot and we change. Like I just changed careers and it's like, it's amazing because you're like, okay, that was cool. That suited me for a while. And that was beautiful. And I learned all these things and I made all these connections and now it's not like setting me on fire anymore. And I don't know about you guys, but like, for me, I want to be on fire. Like that's where I like thrive. And so to be able to be like, I'm going to do this now, or I'm going to go back to school for this. Like that's all okay. And that's meaning that you are like taking that chance to learn new lessons. And I think so often we look down on that or like, oh, they changed, they changed jobs. They haven't done the same thing for 50 years. And it's like, that's okay. Like we aren't living in that world anymore. That's exactly. I love that you said about, I want to be on fire. And that's exactly what we all want. Whether we say it or not, we want to feel alive. And very often relationships become stagnant because of the very nature of the relationship. You have to work on your relationship. And again, you have to have all these skills that if you don't put the effort into learning, they're going to erode the relationship. And then you get to the point where it's like, well, there is no saving this. This this has simply end. And why are we so ashamed? Why, why do we put so much emphasis on this was a failure when the reality is that you're just ending a chapter so you can get into another one where you feel alive again. And I always ask people to visualize their best, the best future, the next chapter. And I work with my clients. We actually create visualizations with the things, all the dreams, all the things, all the aspirations that they put on the back burner because they were in a marriage and there were many sacrifices and they weren't happy. Then we start recreating them and they start thinking about that possibility. And that's when they go back to, okay, this feels good. And I always say, I'm not pro-divorce. I'm not pro-marriage. I'm pro-happy people. All I want is people who don't have to be on medication, who don't have to hit the bottle of wine at midday because they're trying to maintain a facade of a happy marriage when it's not there. If you have a happy marriage, kudos to you. If you don't have a happy marriage, kudos to you. Just do something about it. And I don't know why we insist on making this such a big issue when we can legally do it. It's only morally that we go, yeah, we shouldn't be doing this. But legally, it's like, yep, you just sign a contract. You want to end it. Just go ahead and do it. So when you really think about it, it's once again, it's all the programming, all the crazy beliefs that we put in our heads that are stopping us from living a fully charged, fully aligned life. And for me, that is so sad. And I don't want anybody living like that. And another aspect is that we, we created the institution of marriage. Well, in, in one sense, for financial reasons, but also because people will kick the bucket in their 40s. You were, you were lucky if you were still alive when you were 50. So yes, it wasn't a big deal to say, okay, I'll marry you and I'll be with you forever. But nowadays, people are living in their 80s, 90s, and they realize in their 40s, like, hey, I've already been with you for 15, 20 years. I don't know if I can do it for another 40. Uh, okay, then don't do it. Just get out of it. Do it nicely. This is my only, the, the only stress that I have is learn how to do it in a civilized, low, low conflict manner. And then start a new phase of your life where you can fall in love again. You can uh, re regain your dreams and, and that strength that you had, that your marriage kind of made it dissipate. 
Yes. Uh, you know, I think that's so important what you said too about communication, because I mean, I, I, I think that honestly, communication and meditation should be start like taught in schools from kindergarten up because these are tools that as adults, we're like, okay, I can't sit still. I can't focus. So we don't, don't know how to meditate. It's something we have to train our minds to do. And then when we get to that phase of communications, like right now I'm getting my NLP certificate. So for people that don't know what that is, it's a neuro-linguistic programming. So it's basically a fancy word for communications and kind of reprogramming your brain. And so I'm taking it and I'm, I'm sitting there just mind blown because I'm like, why in the world have I not been taught this before? Like just the communication skills that are, are just so, it, they're right in front of you, but we don't use them. We don't pick up the tools and put them in our tool belt. And it's like, man, if we all could just take like a small little communication class and learn how to get our point across and get it a point across clearly and kindly, the world would seriously be a different place. I couldn't agree anymore with you. And now that my kids are at home and I can sometimes eavesdrop into their, their school day, I am shocked at what they're learning. And um, I, I think the same. I'm like, what is that pointless information that they're spending a couple of weeks teaching you? And they're not teaching you yes. how to speak, how to listen, how to negotiate. To me, how to meditate, same thing. It's like, we have this incredible software called our brain, and yet we have no idea how to use it. We just go around almost like blind and expect life to work for us. And nobody teaches us how to do it unless you are lucky enough to have enlightened parents or you do happen to go to a school that does teach these things. But I completely agree with you. What a different world we will have if we learn how to do all this since we are kids. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. I know it's it's crazy because we really are, our belief system is built into us from such a young age. So it really is, we go off of what we see or where we've been shamed or what we're told. And that's what our belief is. And it really comes down to perception. I mean, it's all about, you know, what you see is your reality. And so if you're seeing everything like, you know, divorce is bad or ending a relationship is bad or I failed or I should be ashamed. Like you, you put so much pressure on yourself versus just being like, okay, this is the next chapter and getting excited about it. Yeah. I tell my clients, imagine if instead of the picture that they sold to us about motherhood, which you're a mother and I'm a mother. And I remember when I first had my baby right after birth and I was like, I don't recur I don't remember any commercial telling me about how painful postpartum is, how devastatingly exhausting it is. N nobody told you about how bad labor and postpartum was going to be. They all focus on how wonderful it's holding your baby in your arms, feeding them, watching them grow. Well, when it comes to divorce, that's all we do. We just talk about how horrible the actual process is going to be. And we almost thrive stories, the horror stories of people who ended up in court spending half a million dollars, people who can't see their children because they've been alienated. So we reinforce this idea of it's so horrible, but we don't think about the after. And I'm like, it, the process is whatever you're going to make of it. And trust me, we all have a huge amount of control on it. But also focus on the after. So what I do with my clients is 
Do you want to go to birth with or without epidural? It's going to be a very different experience. So to me, without epidural is without having a divorce coach, a collaborative lawyer, a mediator on your team. You can do it. You will give birth, but it's going to be way more painful. Or you can go the option with, hey, I'm going to take the painkiller. I'm going to be more <laughs> relaxed while I'm doing this. And then we're both going to end up on the next stage, which is now I have this life, this baby, whatever it is that we want. But again, yes, we we, we sort of laser focus on the nastiness and how painful it is when really it doesn't have to be. And I never claim that divorce is a walk in the park. There is such an emotional turmoil involving it, but you can learn from it and you can transform that mess into something beautiful. So even if you think that you're going to have a really difficult divorce, go and find help, professional help. And I'm not talking about friends and relatives. They have the best intentions, but they have their projections, their own subconscious beliefs that may end up reinforcing those negative associations with divorce. Go and find professionals that are going to show you a different side, that they're not going to focus on how nasty the divorce is, but they're going to focus on you just have to get through this process and I'm going to help you navigate it so then you can have an amazing life. That's why when people find my Instagram account, they're like, oh my gosh, it's such a breath of fresh air because I show them my life. I've been now divorced for four years and I'm building my dream home in Maui with my fiance. I have my two beautiful children that they're far from dysfunctional. I mean, they're crazy, but that was expected because I'm half Spanish. So it was going <laughs> to happen, but it has nothing to do with the divorce. And I'm, I'm so crazy in love again. I'm, I'm radiant again in, in my 40s. And people go like, okay, that, that I can sign up for. But nobody's been showing me that. Everybody's been showing me the, the post with people crying, with devastating financial situations, with children being torn apart. Well, no, let me tell you, there is a different story. And it's not just me. It's me, all my clients, all the other people who are choosing to do divorce in a different manner. Seriously, go out there, look for the hashtags, divorce coaches, conscious divorce, divorce role models, and you'll see that there is another world. Mm. Gosh, it's it's just so amazing to me. And it really is like when you say a breath of fresh air, that's exactly what it is because it's like just having that support. And sometimes, I mean, it's fabulous to have friends and family on your side. And if you don't, that's okay too. But sometimes they're not the best in, you know, chaotic situations. Like we have to have someone that's a little more experienced and has the knowledge and knows what the fuck they're talking about. <laughs> exactly. I sometimes tell my clients I'm their professionally paid good friend that is going to yes. tell them, I'm going to hold your hand. And that's something that I think is very important. I don't want people to feel that they cannot express their emotions of divorce. They totally can. The problem is, who are you doing it with? Are you doing it with your lawyer? God bless them. They don't know how to be therapists. Are you doing it with your mother who may have her own agenda about what she thinks of your soon-to-be ex? Those, those situations, those uh, places where you're looking for advice are only going to keep you in the loop of confusion and despair. They're not going to get you out of it. Talk to someone who, A, had a divorce that you go, whoa, that was good. If you can have the impossible divorce, then please teach me how to do it. And two, find somebody that is professionally trained that can tell you, okay, you just talk to your lawyer for an hour. They threw all this mumbo jumbo at you. You have no idea what they said, 
you come home, you want to down a whole bottle of whiskey because you are so freaking confused and, and, and you're just like in overdrive. No, call me. Call me and I'll explain. I'll break it down. I'll be like, listen, this is what it means. These are the consequences. Is this what you want? Just know that there is help, that you don't have to do this alone. You don't have to do it old school. You don't have to be traumatized by it. You can truly have a low conflict divorce, but you do have to find the right help. I often say that my clients, well, anybody going through divorce is like they are drunk. It's been drunk for months and you cannot think, you cannot make logical decisions. Your emotions are so on hyperdrive that you literally are like drunk. And I always say like, if you're drunk and you're going to have somebody driving you home, you want to make sure that you trust the person that you're giving the keys and that they know how to drive your car. Otherwise, you may end up in a much worse place than, than the bar that you're living. And I feel the same with divorce. Yes. You are going through a process that needs specialized attention. It doesn't need friends who have gone through a divorce and may have their very horrible stories. It doesn't need... Um, doesn't even need the YouTube videos. I, I, that was the thing that I remember watching when I was like, do I want a divorce? Do I not? And I was trying to get answers and I went in there. And it's like when you go trying to find out about a disease or, or some symptom that you have. And before you know it, you're about to die. It was the exact same thing. I just <laughs> felt so horrified with what's out there. Don't go down that rabbit hole. I'm telling you, there are options. Just go and find the bright, the positive, the light side of it. It exists. If I hadn't created the Instagram page or my website, I will say, sorry, you're out of luck, but it's there. It's already helping people. So if you do end up going the route of divorce, then just choose. Am I going to have a low conflict divorce or am I going to have a divorce that is going to be whatever the lawyers say, whatever my drunken emotions tell me? It, it's up to you, but there are consequences that are going to last for the rest of your life. Mm, absolutely. That is, uh, you're just, you have the best analogies, by the way. I'm going to use that one and that one. I know with my children, I sometimes feel that talking to them doesn't work, but metaphors and analogies is like, oh, okay, I get it, mom. Yes, I'll do it right now. (laughs) So it's speaking parables. You're like a professional. (laughs) Okay, so... For women that are listening and just really touched by this episode and just feeling a need to reach out and a hand to hold, where can we find you, connect with you? And for the record, you guys, Olga is so good at getting back to everyone, so you can just shoot her a straight DM. Yes, absolutely. To me, the best place is Instagram. I'm always there. I don't have anyone else getting into my DMs because I know this is a very personal subject. I know that it takes a lot of courage, and I applaud every woman that reaches out to me. And yes, I will get back to you. I usually um, have people just popping in and saying, hey, this is this is what I'm having trouble with. And I see if I can help them right away. I see what kind of my offerings. I usually do one-on-one coaching. It's my favorite way of working because I do believe that you need to tailor it. But I also have a membership because I don't want money to be an issue. And even though I am a firm believer and the research shows that if you use a divorce coach in your divorce, you will end up saving money because we are going to make sure that we speed up the process and we remove all the blocks that end up costing you so much money in the negotiation and litigation with lawyers. So I 
don't want money to be any problem. And if people can afford my one-on-one, -on -one, I have a membership on Facebook where it's a private membership, but it's only like $47 a month. You can go in there and you get all the answers. And I go there live every Friday. I answer questions. I have experts. I have lawyers, mediators, um, specialists on co-parenting, all the professionals. They come, I interview them. You also get access to my online course, the 10 steps to have a low conflict divorce. So I am just saying, there are no excuses. Just contact me. I'll t we'll talk. I'll see how I can help you best. I just don't want any woman to end up in a worse situation that they are right now. And I certainly don't want any child to have to suffer through a divorce that is really painful. So do reach out, Divorce for Love on Instagram. My website is also um, love and that's that's the best places to find me. Oh, thank you so much. So many good resources. Like you are just making such a difference in this world, one woman at a time. <laughs> yes, that's my tagline. Making a difference in the world, one good divorce at a time. Oh, I love it. Is that really your tagline? <laughs> yes. Well, it. <laughs> it's divorce. It is. It's divorce for love. If you married for love, you can divorce for love because. But now, because you love yourself and your children. But I also say, you know, I'm on a mission. I'm changing the world one good divorce at a time. So yeah, that's that's part of my mission. Oh my gosh, you're my soul sister. You are amazing. <laughs> Thank you so much, Courtney. Oh my gosh, I love it. Okay, well, we will talk so soon. Thank you again for your time. Technology dropped. Thank you so much for giving me this opportunity and thank you to your community. You have a very fun bunch of souls out here. So, so proud and happy to be able to talk to you guys. Thank you. We'll talk soon. Thank you. Bye-bye. Now you know what I mean. This woman is moving mountains. She is such a pleasure to talk to. And I really hope that today you guys got some takeaways. And just knowing that it's okay to make lessons and move on. It is okay to start your next chapter. And that can be in anything. It doesn't just have to be in your marriage. You could be happily married and be miserable in your career. And so you move on to the next chapter of what your passion is to drive and chase, but it's just stepping outside of your fear and getting crystal clear on the what you want and why you want it. And just letting God source universe figure out the how. I hope you guys have a beautiful weekend and what a way to kick off Monday. Monday.